6: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better an ex all night. Hat on, suit on, on looking like the trap of dawn. Give me Just mm-hmm. like the million oh, bucks, got things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve
0: Harvey. Oh, yeah. And listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put for Steve Harvey. Come hands together Turn around, run the turn around to the water.
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Steve. Come on, do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> got a radio show. Well. All right, I learned something and in sharing time and I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. Well, one of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons, challenges brings about some of my best results. I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've, I've known this, but I, I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sound to you, but I I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just, as he really is, he really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy. More than anything else, I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me, and then for him just touching my life the way he has, I mean, I'm not I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he Put more on you than you can bear. If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was. Got that. But you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it, how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who are you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't it. it it ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good and evil. It's positive and negative. Is God. is Satan. Now, this, this is at work all the time. So if you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If, you, if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now. Look who you letting step in. So now I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example. If God has given you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and And wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have as minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no gradual, no, no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I I am busy, but it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time for everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings and your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? Let's go.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: You know, it's so important to have representation in media And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. I am back. The show is alive and well. Thanking everybody for holding it down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Positivity, motivation, inspiration, entertainment, uplift, and just about any other thing that need to be done and handled in the morning, that's what we about to do. Who gonna do it? Moi, Shirley Strawberry carly pharrell mississippi monica jr better known as kill space or really better known as junior and the legend that he is <laughs> nephew tommy ladies and gentlemen all is well junior what's on your mind
1: well first of all welcome back We glad
7: to have y'all uh-huh traveling yesterday. that's the day thank y'all
1: yeah well, let me uh-huh. ask you this uh i i know this is crazy you know I got an aunt who don't do well with technology and, and all these problems. And it just sounds like, you. by what age do you think we should be through with technology? Like, what age do you think y'all should just not have to deal with it? Y'all.
7: Well, I don't think it's going to happen that way anymore because you'll be archaic. I can tell you that the, your trouble with technology begins at 50. <laughs> For experience. me, uh, yeah. technology started giving me trouble Right around (laughs) 49.50. I was fine right up until smartphone. Burberry, I was good. Flip phones, black I was berry. good. Burberry Paying is a
6: fashion line. You mean <laughs> black
7: light? that's part of the reason right there. Yeah. I had very much confused the two and could not understand. Why is these people that are making these shirts and stuff bothering me with this damn device? <laughs> and uh that's when it began for me, man, all the invention of the smartphone was yeah. when it started, you know, telephone, iPhone. You know, just iPhone turned into smartphone. And that's when the problems began. And I, I don't think that we're gonna be able to get away from technology at this point.
1: No.
7: I no. made it my mission this year to become a little bit more tech savvy. I wanna have a couple announcements to make. I just learned last week. Now I've been able, I know how to forward a text to somebody. I just <laughs> hold the text yeah. down. And then I go down to where it says more and I hit more, and then I hit the arrow and send it who I want to. But I just learned last week how to copy and paste. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at you. Look that right at there you. was a fascinating discovery. Copy and paste okay. game changer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you what I did. I took some bank information to put it in my safe on my phone. You know how you have a security to keep yep. all your passcodes and everything. And I can't remember all them passcodes. So I took some very important document, copied and pasted, and put it in my safe and put it in there. And then my face ID quit working because it don't work out the country sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know the code that opened up the damn safe (laughs) So now I locked it in there and I can't open it. So I got some real problems going on right now.
0: All right.
8: Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with the nephew and run that
3: prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev?
5: Quit... Rose, wet rose,
9: cat dog. If you
5: would,
10: hello,
9: hello. I'm trying to reach Miss uh, Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya, uh huh.
10: Good she. Who's this?
9: Hi, Sister Tanya. This is uh, uh Brian. I'm I'm uh, representing the youth, and I, of course, you know, we're already having the uh the fundraiser on Saturday, and I would like to know: Are you going to be um Are you going to be available to come out on Saturday? Because we got pretty much most of the. Most of the choir, you're in the choir, correct?
10: Uh, yeah. I never heard of anything about anything on Saturday,
9: though. Well, we got most of the choir members coming out on Saturday, and we'd like to know if, if you're going to be available on Saturday to come out and participate in the fundraiser for the children that's going on their vacation next year.
10: Oh, you said all the other choir members? I never heard anything from the other. Yeah, choir members.
9: Most, uh, all of the choir members. We probably have about 95% of the choir members coming out. Um. Uh,
10: yeah, I'm, I'm free on Saturday.
9: Okay, now we're doing from five to seven on Saturday. So, are you available five p.m. to seven p.m.? It's only two hours.
10: Yeah. What you say? Your name was
9: Brian. I'm sorry. My, 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 they they call me Brian. Brian. They call me B A. I'm sorry.
10: Oh, okay. Did I meet you at
3: the church? Uh,
9: I well, I just joined about three weeks ago, and they've already given me an assignment. So, I I, I majored in marketing in school. So, they're trying to get me to to, to take care of the. Uh, Children and their vacation is coming up, so we put together some things, a great fundraiser, and you know the choir members have been very receptive. You were the last one for me to call, and and I wanted to make sure you were on board with us.
10: Oh, okay, yeah, I just never heard about this.
9: So now, are you able to bring your choir robe on on Saturday? Yeah,
10: we sing it. We singing a song?
9: No, no, no. You guys are not actually going to be singing a song. Uh, what it is is that we're we're having a. Uh, uh, and I'm glad. I'm so glad that you're 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 ready to participate in what we're doing. So I want to first of all say thank you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Okay.
10: All right. I can bring my robe. I just the robe. So what, what's going to
9: happen is you guys aren't singing a song, but we're having a wet robe uh, uh, contest. A what now? A wet robe contest.
10: You talking about like a, a wet T-shirt contest type of thing?
9: Well, it, it, it's not a t-shirt; it's a robe. So you don't have a a t-shirt on. What What uh, we need you to no, do is we need no, no, come... no, 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 no,
10: no, not in the church. Oh, no, no, you no, talking no. about the whole listen choir? So they're gonna do a, a a a a wet robe contest? You said a wet robe right. contest? I heard of a um, a wet t-shirt contest. That's not that's not the same thing, though, right?
9: Well, no, it's a little bit different. What it is, you don't have a t-shirt on. You actually have your 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 choir robe on. And you don't have anything underneath it. You don't wear any clothes underneath it. What we do is
2: we we're going to wet all, of, all in of the
9: ladies. Listen to me. We're going to let all, wet all of the ladies down. And the sexiest one that's wet with their robe is going to win $500. And half of the money is going to go to the children's vacation. Uh,
10: Hello? You're talking about a, a wet T-shirt contest in the church.
9: No, I'm talking about a wet robe contest at the church. Oh
10: no, I'm not gonna uh get in there and, 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 and be naked under a rope. It's robe. gonna
9: be it's gonna be it's gonna be out it's gonna be You're out. Talking about being
10: naked under a robe?
9: We need you to be completely naked under your rope and you we're gonna to wet everybody Bible? down with a water hose and the finest one is going to be able to uh to win five hundred dollars and two hundred and fifty of that. Half of that money is gonna go to the children's uh, vacation. Hold
10: on, hold on. What did you say your name was again?
9: My name my name is Brian in no
10: way, after three weeks, that they going to put you in charge of something? I don't
9: understand why there's a problem with you trying to pitch in and the help problem? Out the
10: children. Because I don't even what know who you are. They're trying, they're trying to Excuse create they, they, They're me. trying to accomplish Excuse something. me. And you Excuse don't want to help the kids. I want to help the kids, but I'm not going to get up there in no choir robe. I'm doing my best right now not to cuss you out because I'm a woman of God.
9: So you're too good to be naked under your robe. Is that what you're saying? You're too good I'm, to be
10: naked? Look, I don't have to explain myself, but I'm not going to be naked up in no church. You can't do that for the kids. I know you're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do for no kids. Now, I don't know who gave you my number, but I think you need to figure out who else to call for this, because I'm not going to be a part of this.
9: We called all the other choir members, and they don't have a problem with it.
10: You're the and only O-way, one that's you got a problem. called all the choir members. What are their names? What other choir members did you call? That would have said
9: we, that they would have done that. We call we call nonsense. Sister Sister Bridget in the choir. Sister Bridget didn't have a problem with it.
10: Ain't no Sister Bridget in the choir.
9: <laughs> look, look,
10: look, do you know? I don't know
9: do who you know think you're talking DaVita to, but I, I think you need to get off the phone. Do you know Sister DeVita in the choir? Hello.
10: Yes. Do you know Sister DeVita
9: in the choir? Yes, mm-hmm. I know Sister Davita. Okay, so so if Sister DeVita said that uh, Sister Bridget and Sister Rachel didn't have a problem doing it, why do you have a problem doing
10: it? I'm not about to be naked in a church for kids. You're not getting naked in
9: the church. You're going to be in the back part of the church, and we're going to
10: spray you down with a water hose on your robe. I'm not going to be up there. This is disgusting. Well, Thomas
9: said you would do it. Thomas said you didn't have no problem doing it.
10: Who the hell is Tommy? We don't even have a Tommy at the church. You keep making up all these names.
9: Tommy is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's who Tommy is. Hello?
10: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not real.
9: This is not it's not real, baby. That Nobody was calling you about doing a wet rope cut. This, you
10: all right? <laughs> I was going to go off on you. You was already
4: going off on
9: me. Vita got me the prank phone call you.
10: Oh, my God, I'm going to get her. I was holding my tongue.
9: What you saying? You was about to cuss. I
10: was about to cuss you out, right out. Hey, baby, I
9: got to ask you. You got to tell me, what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane?
10: Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a (laughs) wet road. (laughs)
8: I don't know what that is. Right. It's a wet
7: room. Wet room. Right there. Uh, right. Wet, uh.
8: All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, back in the building and ready for your love questions right after
3: this. You're listening me, to the Steve me, Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, you guys heard about this. Lil Bootsy wants to have an adult prom, and uh, he is planning on inviting you, Steve, and Marjorie. Uh, plus, in other entertainment news, yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. You've been away for a minute. I'm Welcome back. That's what's happening over here. you going to the prom. Plus, in other entertainment news, R. Kelly's new jail friend is the accused subway shooter. What? We'll talk about that. Also, in other entertainment news, we'll tell you about Ludacris' graduation gift. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Teeny in uh, Mexico says, I'm 71, and my husband and I retired and went to live with our son, his wife, and two children in Playa del Carmen. I told my husband we need to find our own house because my son expects me to cook and babysit. My husband said it's a fair trade, but he's not doing the work. Uh, how do I convince him to move out?
7: <laughs> mm, I, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all seventy-one. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know who made this decision. I can't help you. I'm not seventy-one. I can't advise you on this teeny. Uh, I, I ain't never been to Mexico. I, I don't know what y'all doing. I don't, You know, I don't want to offend nobody by You're saying what we do. been to do. Mexico? We all
0: been to Mexico.
7: Yeah, I, I, I ain't stayed there long enough to, you know, develop little cultural <laughs> yeah, habits or nothing like this. All I came away was liking guacamole way better down there because they make it different. And uh, that's all I came with. Ancelotus is the real deal down there. I don't know what they doing at Taco Bell, but it ain't what's going on. It ain't real deal, I can tell you that. Anyway, those are the things I came with. And I want to avoid this question for uh, any council culture that might occur behind it. So I want to pass on this. Teeny, good luck with your life, you and your husband and there with your wife and kids and stuff like that. You know. I don't know. How do you 71, convince how them you to do. move out? That's I'm not convincing nobody. Out. I don't know why you're 71. You want to live with nobody any damn way. Uh-huh.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: My kids don't want me moving in with them. I can promise you this. First of all, we're going to cut all this damn music off. <laughs> and I don't they like having friends, so they can't come over here. So, now nah, they're going to put me out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
8: All right. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, Teeny. Moving on to Jamie and Clemson. Jamie says, um, I got married seven months ago, and my husband is a great man, but he has no filter. Hmm. He says, anything that comes to mind. Anything. He told my 12-year-old niece that her breath stinks and her father cursed him out. He is brutally honest at all times. How do I get him to be nice or be quiet, especially with my family?
7: You ain't going to have to. You ain't He's going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person. I don't know how he don't know this yet. You ain't got to tell a 12-year-old her breath stink. Why is you talking to the 12-year-old? Right. But you're going to say something about somebody's child, and they're going to handle it for you. Life has a way of taking care of itself. You're going to learn the lessons now, or you're going to learn them later. But you're going to learn all the lessons you need. Trust me, there is no elevator to the top. You have to take the steps. If you skip a step, you're going to get back on it. Obviously, he's gotten away without saying what he want to say. He just ain't said it to the right person yet. But that right person going to be the wrong person that day, and all these will go away. You ain't got to worry about him never all no right. more.
8: Jamie. <laughs> seven months into marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moving on to Amanda on Long Island. Amanda says, my boyfriend and I have been dating a while. And when we met, he said he was getting his ex's name off his chest. Um, The tattoo bothers me more now since we're talking about marriage. I got a temporary tattoo of a man's name and he thought it was funny. How do I get him to take me seriously? Hmm.
7: What she said she put a temporary tattoo of a man's name just to show him what it was like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming okay. so, yeah. Well, he thought it was funny because he, he knew it was temporary. It was mm-hmm. Well, you know, here's the deal. You're not sleeping with him anymore until he gets the name off his chest because you ain't finna look at it, wonder about it, or nothing else. Ta-da! Tattoo oh, go cutting it off, now. Yeah, oh. with a butter knife. You Ooh, know, butter knife and some sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. I have it off this evening.
8: <laughs> Ooh, that's painful. I know. Whoa. All right, uh, Amanda, you could try that or <laughs> no. All right, you at last home one, Depot Steve. Trying to get it off. You know you're trying to get it off. Yeah. <laughs> last one, Steve Lafay in Olney says. My husband and I love reality TV, but he has gotten way too comfortable in telling me who's beautiful, who's had work done, and who needs work done. When I confronted him about it, he said, "If I can have an opinion on the ladies, uh, so if I can have an opinion on the ladies, so can he." I enjoy his company, but not his commentary. What do I do? This is her know. husband now. I don't know. What y'all watching?
7: You know, y'all watching. <laughs> Y'all sitting up here watching all this that's going on, how he ain't going to mm-hmm. comment. He telling you what he think. That's what he watching it for, the work.
3: <laughs> I can tell you right now.
7: Well, let me tell you how the conversation going. We watching TV. I'm old. Uh, that girl right there, she done had them breasts put on. Mm. <laughs> her. You know? Which everything. Which I mean, one? Both of them. Both of them. She done <laughs> had work done on both of them. She ain't <laughs> just do the left side. She did both
8: no! of them. <laughs> Which girl? <laughs>
7: Oh, which one? Which oh, woman? I think, oh, about four of four, Not five girls. They all do it, you know, because when they do the uh, recap, you know the, the, uh, you yeah. know, the show reunion, oh. they all had that white powder put between their breasts, make them look like they separated and bigger. <laughs> and you know this how? I like, because I watch the show. I bought my wife some of that white powder, too do if you think white you're product. a little comfortable with with you
8: know with noticing all of this? Oh, I'm
7: very comfortable noticing As it. what you man? want me to wear. Well, you know, we watching it. What do you want me to watch it, but not see it? What you how you want this to work?
8: <laughs> I just want you well, to do you watch have
7: it? it. Yeah. yeah do you well, have but to I in? I am watching it. But you know, I mean, they talking.
6: But why are you talking? <laughs> we can't even follow along because you. Can't I don't talking.
7: say nothing till the commercial come on. <laughs>
6: We can fast-forward that sometimes. You know, well, yeah.
7: I, I, I take notes of who I think need breasts, who I think need, You're you are taking know, notes? Booty. <laughs> you know, I put it down on my paper like, who though. need they nose contoured. A lot of them <laughs> girls' nose ain't contoured. They put them two stripes on each side of their nose. See that uh-huh. white powder? It don't just yeah. go on the middle of the chest. Oh, that white powder go on each side the of the nose.
3: nose. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or...
8: Lou Boosie told social media that he wanted to plan an adult prom since he'd missed his. All right, take a listen to his celebrity guest list, Steve. I woke
1: up this morning with a prom wish list. God told me, Cardi B and I'll say, I'll say, gonna put it on. Money bag and Ari, no, they gonna put it on. Candy and toy, T.I. and Tandy. Ray J gotta be in the building, that's my boy. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Snoop Dogg and his wife, it's an adult prom. P Diddy, Brian Young, Miami, fine ass. I've been seeing pictures. I don't know what's really, but I've been seeing pictures. Ain't too many city girls been to prom. Steve Harvey, Mister Mister, put it on. If you can't be in the business, send one of your suits, man. Send me a stylist.
7: It's going down. Adult prom. Boozer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, man. Boozer, I'm coming. Hey, pimp. <laughs> I accept your invitation. I'm coming. <laughs> so Just to put pindo. it on
1: put it out.
6: <laughs> but if you can't come, sit a <laughs> suit, sit a yeah, suit, so, sit and a stylist. stylist.
8: <laughs>
7: Boosie, yeah. I'm coming, pimp. <laughs> All right, so save lives? the date, Steve.
8: Save the date. It's gonna take place July 9th at uh, the Clark University Gym. Uh, in, he for real? In Atlanta. He's, okay, in Atlanta. Oh, he's real. In Atlanta.
7: Bar to fall through. <laughs> boy, if I'm home, I'm thinking about going out the country then that week. But boy, if I'm now bootsy, I'm falling through pimp. I'm gonna come, uh. I'm gonna come g'd up. I'm gonna have my girl with me because Marjorie always taking some damn prom pictures with me anyway. She might as well go on go to one.
2: <laughs> I hated prom. my prom
7: any damn way. Oh man, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna come up in that fly though, bootsy. <laughs> please film it. Oh man,
0: please. Oh man. Alright, uh, I can't wait to see hey, that everybody, other my
8: entertainment mumble. news. <laughs> <laughs> Man. In other entertainment news, R. Kelly is uh, facing life in prison when he's sentenced on June 15th. And until then, he's making the most of his time in jail in Brooklyn. For instance, he often performs for his captive audience. In uh, one surreal example, uh, Kells reportedly silenced a crowd in the visiting room at Metropolitan Detention Center when he stood in his jail fatigues and gave an acapella performance of I Believe I Can Fly. Uh, according to a source present for the impromptu concert, how about over
0: correction... that wall? <laughs> <laughs> ahead,
8: yeah, even correction officers watched in stunned silence. He also sings while he's in his cell. After the convinced, uh, after the convicted king of R and B is making friends. Uh, he's making a lot of friends. Uh, R and Frank James, a man accused in the Brooklyn subway shooting last month. Uh, three sources said that the men get along famously. They eat together, they talk about TV shows, and they go to the rec together. They are buds, the source said. Wow, so there you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. his buddy. A lot, huh? lot of saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you Make
8: know, friends, look. I mean,
7: y'all. Let's be really fair about this. You in prison. You can't be real picky about who your friends is. Yeah. Yeah. You got you the friends who friend you. Yeah. You know, y'all all in there. Mo- mo- not 85, 80% of the people are in there, 75. 75% of the people are in there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 25% ain't done mm-hmm. a damn thing. So the reason right. they're in there for, you ain't got time to judge, cause you in there too. So mm-hmm. I ain't really mad at who he be friends with. Okay. And I, I'm like this, man, look man, if if you get convicted and you, and you did something, and you're doing the punishment for your crime, then that's all you can expect. You know, I I ain't got to beat you no more. You know. You know, I wish him well, you know. I hope he gets through it, you know. You know, cuz you know, you, you know you got to pay for your sins, we all do. So, you know, I I don't I don't really wish more grief on anybody. You know. You being being vocals, in prison is enough. It really is enough, man. The loss of liberty and freedom and choices. That's a major loss, man. So whatever people are serving their time, you know, I just respect the fact that they're doing it and just let it be. You know.
8: All right. Okay. Well, finally, in entertainment news, it's graduation season. We know that hip-hop star and actor Ludacris gifted himself with a private jet as a graduation gift. As we told you, he recently received an honorary Bachelor of Science in Music Management degree from Georgia State University. That is, of course, his alma mater. Luda shared a video of his new plane with... Hashtag family upgrade in the caption. The new jet actually is an upgrade from the Hawker 700 plane he had before. And for the record, Luda has a pilot's license. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. Not really. Nice. To Private fly one of And a license? Oh, I don't know. They just said I he had a know. pilot's license.
6: Well, he got a pilot's license. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted to get one, Steve? What? A pilot's license. <laughs>
7: No, I don't, I, don't even, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even like looking out the window half the time. I'm damn sure I ain't finna be up front.
8: <laughs> <laughs> More space up there, isn't it?
7: Man, I ain't got the nerves for that. We landing? Here come this ground. You know, because sometimes, you know, on the plane, you know, you can hear 100, 80, 80 feet.
6: The altitude.
7: 50 feet. 30 feet. 20 feet. You know, you can hear it. Yeah. I'd be going, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be up here with this little stick in my hand. This ain't working.
8: <laughs>
7: I'd be pulling up too soon, trying to land All too right. soft. Uh-uh.
8: Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, what article of clothing or footwear are you willing to spend the most money on? Well, we'll talk about it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: What article of clothing or footwear are you willing to spend the most money on, is the question. Well, in trending fashion news, the Balenciaga brand is selling a pair of torn up, messed up, high top sneakers. Forget this price. $1,800. No. <laughs> 1850 no. to be exact. Uh, completely destroyed. These shoes are. I mean, they look crazy. All right, Steve, is there? Have you seen these shoes, guys? Yeah, I saw sneakers. Them. I saw them. Yes, they uh, look crazy. They look crazy. <laughs> they dirty think somebody going buy and-
7: Dog, dog, dog. They ain't gonna be able to keep them shoes.
8: Right. People huh? are gonna buy them for sure. They're
7: gonna buy them. Tommy, that? Tommy. They're not oh, gonna yeah. be able to keep them. Mm-hmm.
8: Huh?
6: People going really to buy for the
7: conversation. Boy, do you know what these people are into? Look at me, see me, ask me, look at me, watch me. $1, we $1, in that world, like, that, like, Boy, let me tell you something. You ain't going to be able to keep them. They're going to sell out, man. They're going to be collector's items.
8: <laughs> when they did the story, uh, they, they had... Already, uh, this one guy had already bought them, and he was walking on them. He said, yeah, yeah, I like them. They're cool. Once I have them on, everybody's going to buy them. He's some sort of fashion guru. But uh, they look crazy. So, Steve, the question to you is, is there an article of clothing or footwear that is no budget as far as you're concerned because you love them so much?
7: Well, I mean, it's a limit to everything as far as I'm concerned. But Mm -hmm. I will spend... What's the most you've spent on a suit, Tommy. Three thousand dollars. Suit being expensive.
6: made, yeah.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: Custom made. And
5: and, and 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 I don't care if it go out of style or not. And the, uh, how big I get, I keep cutting it and changing it. We to <laughs> wear that damn thing. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's expensive for a suit, you know. How about you? Mm-hmm. The most, yeah. Come on, give me this shocking answer. Man. How much? 20.
0: Probably what? 21? 20. God. 20. <clears throat> for a suit? Oh, man. I don't you
5: know. know Jack- 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 I- Jackie would have left me. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> Yeah. <have> no <laughs>
8: yeah. Woo. What, what about shoe What about Junior? What about
1: shoe?
7: Oh, I know what Junior. Yeah. Junior, how much? For
1: a suit. For a suit? Shoe.
7: For a, for a, yeah. shoe? a suit. A suit? Oh, oh
1: about 1750 some- Okay. That's All
3: good right, money. Junior. That's okay. good. Uh-huh. 1750 custom. Yeah.
7: Hmm. Okay. Mm. I got a
3: few of them. But I'm not, shoes. Be How
1: sneakers? much for shoes? That's different.
7: How much most for a shoe, Junior? Quick. Quick. $1,750. J- Tommy, quick. Twenty eight. Come on, HL. 3000 3000 oh. for a shoe? <laughs>
5: what?
7: H.R., it, no come money. on, boy. What? H.R. got on $3,000 shoes. H.R. <laughs> yeah, come, come get them,
6: yeah. Uh, H.R.
8: Has All right. rich. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. ah, Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Well, the teenager suspected of killing 10 people in a in a. L- alleged hate crime in a Buffalo supermarket Saturday was uh, brought to a hospital by state police in June of 2021. Now get this, he was brought in for a mental health evaluation after expressing his desire to carry out a mass shooting. This is according to law enforcement officials. The racist terrorist Peyton Gendron, 18 years old, was brought to a hospital by state police last June and released. He was released a day and a half later. State and federal law enforcement didn't pick up further intelligence on Gendron uh, before Saturday's massacre. The store where the shooting took place is in a largely black neighborhood of Buffalo. Eleven of the people shot were black, two were white. The killer Gendron had three weapons, an AR-15 on his person and a rifle and a shotgun in his car. The shooter's car had White Lives Matter written on it. According to a bulletin circulated among law enforcement, this is crazy right here. So he went to a mental hospital to be evaluated for this very crime that he committed. And they let crazy, him go. Crazy, right? A day and a half later.
7: Well, I mean, what are they yeah, going to do? and was released. He didn't commit What'd a you crime. you say, Steve? So they're going to let you out.
8: Yeah.
5: What is it? Yeah. I mean, to keep no, an eye on people like that. I mean...
7: I mean, you know, we we don't have the manpower to do that. That's what they yeah. gonna say.
6: It's just mm-hmm. it's just heartbreaking. He planned yeah, this. that it could. He drove three and a half hours. He planned mm-hmm. it. He wrote about it in high school. He went to a mental institution, and you, we can't do nothing until they actually kill people
8: to to avoid. Yeah, I mean, all the signs were there. All the signs were there. Well, the uh,
7: white kid that got off, whose mother drove him. To the rally with the mm-hmm. gun. Kyle mm-hmm. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He yeah. killed some people and he got off. Yeah,
6: because yeah, he cried on the stand. You know? Yeah, right. they have a
7: different set of laws and rules up. for them.
8: The mm-hmm. Former president.
7: And this one right here, I'm just anxious to see how this plays out. I don't see how this boy do not go to prison. It'll be a real problem. It'll be a real problem if that happens.
8: Yeah. Uh, and have uh, pled not guilty. Yeah, <laughs> how, how yeah, because work? they have to prove. Yeah. In court, uh, President Biden will visit the site of the shooting today. The president said on Sunday that our hearts are heavy once again, but we are our, our resolve must never, ever waver. So that's from President so Biden. So what is our resolve? Just, gun reform, you know,
6: gun
7: control,
8: yeah, just
6: yeah, regulation with social media, mm-hmm. I don't know, something, Steve. We gotta do something. Yeah, this country I mean, will
7: never, ever do gun control or gun reform. Mm-hmm. They're making too much money, and the NRA yeah. spends too much money on the Republican conservative party mm-hmm. for the Second Amendment right. We will never ever, and this will be an ongoing problem. The only way this problem ends, if this starts happening to some of the people's children who are accepting money from the NRA, Mm. because then those mothers, see, because a mother got love for their children, they don't care nothing about your money. Until something happens to the politician's children who are accepting money from the NRA and then has to be faced with the reality, is this money worth the life of your children? Then that answer will become a resounding no, and the mothers and their wives will make sure of that. Until that happens, the beat goes on.
8: Because Steve, up until now, the answer has just been more guns. If I had had a gun, then I could have stopped some of all this. If I had had a gun myself, you know, that's usually, usually the answer: more guns. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, you know. Yeah. I'm sick. I, I don't,
7: I don't see this country ever reversing that stance. No. No, so.
8: it, because you see what's it happening keeps more happening. guns, yeah. More yeah. guns. <laughs> you know they they loosen the restrictions on on gun purchases all of that it's it's it keeps going in the opposite direction all right we're going to switch gears here lighten things up a bit coming up next the nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this
3: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
8: Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is The Pastor's Pride and Joy. Hmm. We'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a few, because right now it is time for The Nephew, here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us today, Nef, on the menu?
5: <laughs> well, all over the country, it's graduating time. All yes. over the country. What if you got a call and they say you ain't graduating? You. <laughs>
6: whoo hey, Man, graduate. <laughs> that ain't the
5: call you want. You to put your time in, your years in, hard money been put in. You ain't graduating. Cat dog, if you would.
9: Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, Trevon please. Uh, this,
4: him, who is this?
9: Uh, this is, uh, my name is Joseph I work over in student affairs. How you doing today?
4: I'm good. How are you?
9: I'm good. Listen, uh, you're supposed to be um, this is your fifth year here at the university. You're graduating in, um, in the next seven, eight days, am I right?
4: Yes, sir. I'll be out of this joint. <laughs>
9: okay. Listen, I'm giving you a call. we got a bit of a problem here uh, that we want to try and discuss with you, and maybe we can get you over at Student Affairs and come in and have a meeting with us, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, you took a uh, – one of your last subjects was English, uh, and you had an English exam with a, uh, you guys are writing an essay. Am I am I am I correct about that?
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true.
9: Okay, it seems that we got some problems here. That the uh, professor there is actually insinuating that you may have cheated on this on this essay that you've actually written. What?
4: Cheated? No, I
9: from what he's telling us here at Student Affairs is that you may have plagiarized some things
4: uh, that
9: uh, that were in your essay.
4: Dude, nah, I didn't, I didn't play dry as nothing. That was in the essay. Everything is documented like it should be. So I don't know what you're talking about, especially uh, cheating on no exam or no paper, nothing like that. You must have got me mixed up with somebody else. No, 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 not at all. You're actually Mr. Travon, correct? I mean, that's me, but I didn't cheat on no exam or no paper okay. for that matter. Okay, well, let me, let me try to bring you up to speed
9: here, Trevon. What we're going to need is we're going to need you to actually come in and talk to us over here at Student Affairs so we can try to get this thing rectified But I will let you know, it's going to take a a few more days longer than graduation. So as of right now, you're actually not going to be walking uh, and graduating with the rest of the students. Man,
4: Uh, dude, man, you you got me messed up. What do you mean I'm not going to be walking?
9: Well, uh, until we get this situation rectified here, you're not going to be graduating with the rest of the students.
4: Now, Man, uh, doc, doc, I don't know what y'all got to do, but y'all need to figure it out and find out what the problem is. Man, I didn't cheat on no exam. The hell are you talking about, dude? My family is coming down here, and you're talking about I cheating on an English exam. The hell I look like cheating on an exam, for, and I'm getting ready to graduate. Man, now, y'all need to fix it like right now, like today, while we're on the phone.
9: We can't do that. It's a little it's a sensitive subject and like I said it seems like it's plagiarism. I mean, you know, if we can get you to actually come over to student affairs next Wednesday.
4: Man you man, you got me. Up. What do you mean next Wednesday, dude? I'm graduating in a few days. What you talking about next Wednesday, man? Like why my professor didn't give me a call? Why are you calling me?
9: Sir, this is not something that professors actually take care of. This is a student affairs situation. Now, and it's a very sensitive situation. Now, what we want to do is try to get this thing taken care of. And if you, if what you're saying is actually true, then you'll probably graduate okay, in okay, August so, when we have the Man, next, man, uh, you got
4: me. I'm telling you right now, this is some. You got me. August. Man, I'm graduating this semester. I've been here too long to go through some my last few weeks of school, and you talking about sorry, August? Sorry, uh, sorry, I, 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 I ain't even trying to hear, dude. i ain't even trying right to hear now, what you got you to know, say, man. I, I get I'm not it. even trying to hear what you got to say, man. My family is coming down here from everywhere to see me graduate. Man, I'm the first day to graduate from my family. You talking about some <laughs> Talking about like cheating on the paper? A paper, dude? A paper? Man, you got me up, man. I'm going to work two and three jobs to see me through this school, and now I'm getting ready to graduate, and you talking about like I gotta wait until August to graduate, man. Hell no. Nah, I'm on my way to the office right now, and you can tell whoever the professor is that I'm on my way, and he needs to be there too. Sir, all yeah.
9: I can really tell you is that man. we can try and get this thing rectified man. as early as next Wednesday.
4: Man, what's your name again? And where's is, where's is your office? I'm I'm at Student Affairs. I'm Joseph. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm about to get in my car right now, and I'm about to come over there, and we're gonna handle this today. And I and how you singling me out? cheating on the exam or paper, man? What the is
9: that? sir, man, sir you, all they're saying
4: is the professor saying that there's a possibility dude, of plagiarism here. Man, are you kidding me, dude? I've been here five years. I'm the first mayor to graduate from college, man. My grandma is 82 years old, and she coming here to see me graduate. And you are telling me some about cheating on the paper, and I gotta wait till August to graduate, man? That. Man, you tell that. Professor, to come to your office right now because I am already in my car, on my way to come to your office, and we gonna handle this sh- today. F- that sh- man, you got me. F- I don't have any
9: more room on my schedule to actually pull anybody in today. F-
4: you gonna call me with a f- like this? Talking about you ain't got room on your schedule, man. Hell no, Miss <laughs> Mister M- 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 whatever your name is, I'm on my way to your office it's right Rosa, now, and all, Rosa, all I gotta tell you, sir. all I gotta tell you, and I'm telling you up front, it's gonna be a problem that I ain't graduating in a few days. You got to deal with me. You got to deal with my family, my mama. We don't play that thing. You got us up. sir. I I,
9: I under. Uh, is, is there a possibility that maybe you plagiarized and didn't know that you did
4: that? You, man. What the you mean? The paper was over some that I already knew.
9: Sir, can I can I can I tell you one more thing and then and then I'll ask You, you
4: can't tell me a thing. You already call me with the. Talking, I can't graduate with my class. As I've been in this for five years, the second place and sacrificing my off, and you telling me I can't graduate until August. You ain't got to tell me. I, I, I do have one
9: more thing I need to tell you, and then I'll let you be on your way. Okay?
4: Man, doc, man go ahead. Are you, are you,
9: are, can I tell you what I want to tell you? Do go ahead. I'm telling you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your best friend Brian. <laughs>
4: What? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> man. Dude, somebody gonna <laughs> play jokes like that, dude. Man, do you know how hard I worked in school to get out this five years? Five years. Man, I'm telling man, you. Man,
9: you are the first black male in your family to graduate from college.
4: You're uh, doing it,
9: big boy.
4: Man, I know, man. It's been a journey, bro. I can tell you. It's been a oh. journey, man.
9: I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in
4: the land? Man, it's that Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: It hurt ooh, me to do that. Wow, ooh. it really—it hurt me to do it, but I had to ooh, do that it. That broke my heart.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> when you bring someone to their tears, when you feel that emotion yeah. as a prankster, like
6: oh, a that just—you don't
5: know what that does. It's so woo. Oh, that felt good. That felt so good. Did you feel the passion in his voice? Oh, his grandmama uh-huh. coming. She ate his something. Just, oh, just to, Not to, only to did you. I
6: feel it, I was there. I didn't graduate till August <laughs> <laughs> from college. I messed up. <laughs> I felt
5: his pain. Oh, oh man, I love. It. I love how stupid I am, man. I love it. It is a gift. Uh, get praise of worship. You I love being stupid, it. July. Yeah, he already know July 1st, Columbia, South Carolina I'm gonna be stupid at the Koga Performing Arts Center Nephew Tommy, get your 4th of July weekend Jumping off with a laugh That's July 1st, Friday night At the Koga Performing Arts Center You wanna see stupid in rare form Come watch it, boy, I got it for you Oh my God, I'm good at what I do I'm just, I'm just there you go, <laughs> there you go.
3: Good at what I do.
8: What is this? <sighs> what is this segment of the show called again? I forgot. Praise and worship. This is <laughs>
3: to yeah. prank. This Sing is it.
5: prank. Praise worship. <laughs> praise and worship,
7: <laughs> oh Father God.
3: <laughs>
8: <Ooh. Yeah. laughs> there might All be right. a prank today. <laughs> listen uh we're moving on if we can if we can uh (laughs) coming up next it is a strawberry letter the subject is the pastor's pride and joy we'll get into it right after this
3: you're listening listening to to the steve harvey morning show have you ever brought your magic to walt
0: disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7.
8: Attention, it is time to register to vote in Nevada and New Jersey. Your deadline to register to vote is today, May 17th, if you want to vote in the upcoming primary elections. Pennsylvania voters, your primary election is today, so get out and vote. Please go to whenweallvote.org, okay? Whenweallvote.org. Let's do our jobs. Let's do our jobs, all right? Let's go. Let's vote. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. It is the Strawberry Letter. It could be yours.
5: You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter
8: subject, the pastor's pride and joy. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 37-year-old single woman and I was engaged but recently ended the relationship with my fiance. Since then, he's tried to get me back, but I can't get past what happened with his secretary. Uh, My ex-fiance is a pastor and he is running the church right now because his father has been ill for a while. He's a great pastor and the congregation has grown since he's been in the pulpit. All of the single women in church young and old would give me the side eye when they found out I was his fiance. I dealt with all of that. What I couldn't deal with is his attraction to his secretary. This younger lady has long red hair, beautiful legs, a great butt, and a beautiful smile. Of course, he's attracted to her. But what I can't understand is why she would want to work at our church Monday through Friday when she could be doing something in her field of real estate. My mind got to playing tricks on me, and then my intuition kicked in. I tried to calm my demons, but two days ago, I lost and I drove up to the church at 8 p.m. My fiance was in his office and little Miss Secretary was in the bathroom adjacent to his office. He seemed surprised to see me and he said he had just come by the church to lock up and make sure Miss Secretary got to her car safely. When she came out of the bathroom, her blouse was unbuttoned, so she quickly darted back into the bathroom. I pushed past him and ran and banged on the bathroom door. He yelled at me and said I was out of line and I was scaring her. He said she is the pride and joy of the church because she works for free and they need her. I told this old fool nothing in life is free and I dumped him. Are they fooling around? How can he be so naive? Well, a true know? statement. Uh, nothing in life is free. And both of them seem to be paying for this in uh, some way. Uh, and yes, they are fooling around. OK, you already know this because she came out of the bathroom with her blouse open and uh, ran when she saw you. All right. They <laughs> that had fooling around all over it. You you really pee, pay attention. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, Shh,
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs>
8: that her coming out of the bathroom with her blouse all open and everything. Come on now, that that just had fooling around all over it, and you you saw this with your own eyes. You ask, how can he be so naive? Well, how can you question what you know is right? He's not naive. He saw how cute she is, just like you and everyone else did. They did it, you know it, and you dumped him because of it. So why are you backtracking like you're getting confused and not sure what happened? He cheated. Don't make excuses for him. You did the right thing. You did the right thing. Uh, they've been doing this for a while. She works for free. He said they Boy. need her. She's cute, long hair, beautiful legs, great butt. He's at the church. You suspect something you drove in there you saw it all right just move on now just move on you already dumped them mm. steve
7: completely 100 disagree with everything shirley has said this is a shame this is why churches is falling apart today <laughs> because members have the mindset of shirley strawberry always <laughs> running too far with the information let's go over this letter as as she wrote it, the so-called victim quotations. <laughs> Subject the past is pride and joy. Man can't have nothing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 37-year-old single woman, and you're about to find out why. And I was engaged, but recently ended the relationship with my fiancé. Since then, he's tried to get me back, but I can't get past what happened with his secretary. So now here's the situation, y'all. My ex-fiancé is a pastor, and he's running the church right now because his father been ill for a while. He's a great pastor, and the congregation has grown since he has been in the pulpit, thus proving that he's a great pastor. Then here comes the color commentary. All of the single women in the church, young and old, would give me the side eye when they found out I was his fiance. Right there. Mm. You got the apple of everybody's eye. So now they're giving you the side eye. I dealt with all that. What I couldn't deal with was his attention to his secretary. Now listen to this description. The younger lady has long red hair. Beautiful legs, a great butt and a beautiful smile. Yes. Then she says, "Of course he's attracted to her."
0: Y- yes. Yes. Are you are you I'm, yelling? About it? I'm attracted <laughs> Why? to her.
7: Of what you just said.
0: <laughs> she has long
7: red hair. Rapunzel.
6: Let <laughs> that <laughs>
7: Rapunzel is walking around at the church, what? The lady in the castle with the hair hanging out the window with the moat rounded. That's who walking around the church with beautiful legs, a great butt, and a pretty smile. Mm -hmm. Man, new addition, they they they'll be a devote, never trust a big butt and a smile. Why
2: not?
8: (laughs) She has a shirt. Of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The pastor's pride and joy is today's Strawberry Letter subject. We'll get back into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's <sighs> Strawberry Letter. The subject is the pastor's pride and joy.
7: Right there. The pastor's pride and joy. Like I said, a man can't have he can't be prideful or joyful about nothing. Here comes somebody who always wants man to be miserable and unhappy. But the moment a man get pride and joy, here comes him. you need to be you need you need to be despondent and sad. Oh, skip your pride and joy. Let me ruin it for you. You a 37 year old single woman we find out why? Cause you ended the relationship with your fiance. And he's been trying to get you back, but you can't get past what you say happened with his secretary. Now, your ex-fiancé happens to be the pastor of the church, took over his father for his father because his father wasn't doing well. The congregation has grown because he's a really, really good pastor. And then uh, all the single women in the church, young and old, have given you the side eye when they found out I was his fiancé. I dealt with all that. Now, she said, what I couldn't deal with is his attraction to his secretary. This younger lady has long red hair, beautiful legs, Come on. a great yeah. butt, yeah. and a beautiful smile. Oh, you said. She said, "Of course, he's attracted to her. Never <laughs> trust a big butt and a smile."
0: Why
7: not? Come on, boy, Bill and DeVoe poison. Poison, poison, poison. Poison if you a boy, a blessing if you a man. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's move on. But what I can't understand is why she would want to work at our church Monday through Friday when she could be doing something in her field of real estate. She trying to serve the Lord. You are trying to ruin this woman who is in here trying to serve the Lord Monday through Friday. That's why churches get towed down now because of (laughs) members like Sister Shirley don't (laughs) want this woman. I don't understand why she would want to work at our church Monday through Friday when she could be doing something in her field of real estate. She is serving
6: (laughs) the Lord,
7: sacrificing Right. My mind, the devil, my mind got to playing tricks on me. And then my intuition kicked in. I tried to calm my demons. See, she got demons in them. That's what, tear the church down, <laughs> demons. So, so, little demon. But two days ago, I lost it. I drove up to the church at 8 p.m. My fiance was in his office. Now, pastoring, in his office, pastoring, worshiping, serving in the evening hours. And little Miss Secretary was in the bathroom adjacent to his office. That means cross the hall.
5: Yeah. That's
7: she true. wasn't even in the bathroom in the pastor's office. She was in the bathroom adjacent make where the women supposed to be. Make it plain. Now, here she, then, he seemed surprised to see me and said he had just come by the church to lock up and make sure Miss Secretary got to her car safe. Mm. What a man should do.
5: Yeah. Shut
7: up, when she came out the bathroom, her blouse was unbuttoned, so she quickly darted back into the bathroom. You know how many times I done walked out of the bathroom, my pants been unzipped or something, and I had to run back in there, turn what? around, face the wall, zip my pants up.
3: It <laughs> happens. Like.
7: It happens. <laughs> yeah. Shirley, oh, no, I'm going to ask you again to be quiet. <laughs> I'm going to ask Never. you, cause I didn't interrupt your little raggedy answer. You're not going <laughs> to interrupt but your my
8: raggedy answer. Is whatever,
7: okay. whatever. <laughs> now her blouse was unbuttoned. She didn't notice it till she was coming back in, and the wind pushed it open. So she darted back <laughs> in the bathroom. The, the wind. What? You know when you walk, the wind push it open.
0: I cannot unbutton it. Man. The wind unbutton it.
7: No, she was in the bathroom getting on button. You know when you sitting on the toilet, you get hot sometimes. Like I hang all my clothes on the back of the hook when anyway. I use the bathroom. Naked. I use bathroom naked. I don't like. I don't like. Cause I don't like my pants be wrinkled up down around by my legs. So I hang my clothes on the hook in the back of the door. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she came out. She darted back. I pushed past him and ran and banged on the bathroom door. He yelled at me and said I was out of line and I was scaring her. You scaring the girl. <laughs> She was in there using the bathroom, and now you want to tie the damn dough down after church. But see, what you left out was what you were saying. Heffa, come out of there. half I'm going to kill you. You scared her. He said she is the pride and joy of the church because she works for free, and they need her sacrificing what she could be in real estate to serve the Lord and work at the church. And she is the pride and joy of this church. And you members are not going to tear her down and make her feel unwanted. I told this old fool, nothing in life is free. It is some things in life that's free. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff that's free. Government cheese was free. Pie yeah. eggs was free. Oh, Stamps was free. Yeah. I dumped him. Are they fooling around? How can he be so naive? How is he naive? He ain't done nothing naive. Leave him and her alone and let them worship and serve. Yeah.
8: <laughs> coming. Yeah. on today, boy. Strawberry Letter. You're <laughs> welcome. At Steve Harvey FM Thank on Instagram Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. She coming can't help
7: how she looks.
8: After the hour, it's Sports Talk. It's long,
7: she really Great butt long. Oh, She can't good. help that.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior?
1: All right, Uncle, welcome back. Back to Stateside, Uncle. Have you seen anything going on in sports when you was over there? Did you see? Did you catch any of the games?
7: No. No? They don't, okay. they don't have basketball over there, Junior. Catch him okay. up,
1: Uncle. Well, they us catch you up, Uncle.
7: No, I don't know nothing, Junior. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> ha, <laughs> <laughs> it went from knowing it all to nothing. Well, the Mavs, the Mavs, and the Suns, man. The uh, the Mavs beat the Suns one twenty three to ninety, so they're gonna be in the Western Conference Finals to face Golden State. Uh, and then you got Boston and Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you got any picks? You got? You want to see is is gonna go?
7: Well, uh, I just want to remind Tommy that he said that that series would be a sweep. I did, and, yeah. Uh, oh, he did. It wasn't, and um. I predicted that the Suns would sweep uh mm. Dallas. That ain't have them. <laughs> No. Mm. No. And uh what no, or did I predict uh Golden State was gonna sweep Memphis? I predicted one of those. No, I think you did say Golden State was gonna
1: sweep Memphis, but, th- but Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That,
7: okay, but bro. they won, but they didn't sweep. No. Uh so now I don't I don't know, man. I don't really Boston is shocking. See, I can't stand Boston. Ever since in the 70s when they turned that school bus over with them black kids on it. I've hated Boston ever since. Uh, okay. There wasn't a team, though, that did that. Though. It's the there city. Wasn't. he about I don't give a damn who did it. If you got Boston in your name, I want you to lose. <laughs> the only time I cheered for Boston was when Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen, I wanted okay. them to get a ring. So I was the only time I was happy Boston won. Gotcha. I went right on back to hating them after they left. <laughs> <laughs> but now because of Tatum mm-hmm. and uh, them boys, they they nasty. Brian. But that damn Jimmy Brown Brian, man, man. and Hero, they ain't scared of nobody, Ooh. man. I ain't really got no dog in that fight. But I know out West, I can't see them whipping Golden State. But I couldn't see the Dallas Mavericks whipping uh, Phoenix either, so... Here I'm going are. with uh yeah. I'm going with Golden State, them Splash Brothers okay. plus Pool is balling now, so Yeah.
0: Okay.
7: I don't okay. I don't know who's gonna come out the East, man, because I like Boston, but that doggone Miami boy. Ooh. Well,
1: we're gonna see Uncle you know, Game. I think Dallas is gonna tonight. surprise
7: y'all.
5: I think Dallas gonna
7: surprise. Dallas? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Enough of these damn surprises.
1: You got, you got Green,
7: and you got pool. Well, we own in Dallas, and we not own in uh, Golden, Golden State. State. So yeah, I
8: hopefully. should
7: pull well, for go, Dallas.
8: Dallas. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah start now. I now. I really ain't
7: got no dog in the fight, but hell, go Mavs. <laughs> yeah.
8: <Yes. all> right. <laughs> Let, let's, let's go Dallas. Let's get Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: In a video gone viral, did you all see the nine-year-old little boy? This was a little white boy, nine years old, went up to the home of a black family, banged on the door with a whip at the home of this black little girl. He was trying to say that he wanted to whip the little black girl. Now, this happened in uh, Dallas, Texas, Kaufman County near Dallas, Texas. The mother of the little black girl opened the door, told the little boy to get away from her door, Then the father of the little black girl went over to the white boy's house to try to talk to his father. A gun went off. Just take a listen.
10: Little boy, you better get your ass from off my porch beating on my door like this. I will call the police, you need to leave. Don't you ever be on my door like that, go. Okay.
0: All we wanna do is just on, talk come to come you, civil. You want y- that's the problem. You and your kids wanna play b-. your son came Y'all over Y'all are here, so you violent. Your son came over play here. It, please. B- no. Your son came over here with a b- whip. Bring his b- over here again. Please b- You come have a, a gun. My- come over here on my
2: side of the screen. You b- b- have here, f you're outside without the gun then, b- I've already come out before. Come, come on, let's come on, do it. No, baby, get back.
10: Oh my god. I'm
5: Okay, okay, so, so, Carla, whose gun went off? Who, whose gun is it?
6: The, the white man's gun, the, the boy's father. Because the black okay. guy, the father of the black girl went to mm. his house.
8: Because the little and, black, the little white kid showed up at his house with a whip in his hand asking for the little black girl.
6: And when the little white boy left the house of the black girl... The mm-hmm. whip, he used the whip to scratch her car, the mother's that's car. That's how the car oh, goes okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's why she's talking about the scratch on the car and that the neighbor's camera has Caught footage it. of the little boy mm-hmm. doing that as well. So it's yeah. just, I don't know. It's just it's So just what is K said
8: now? Somebody went to jail? <laughs> <I> <laughs> you need the, to I know. The, <laughs> the white father went to jail because it was his gun that went off. Yeah. Oh, he, did, okay. he didn't shoot it. He It went off. The gun went off. So,
6: so he had it out.
8: Yeah, that he means. had it out. Yeah. And the yeah. black yeah. father just went over there to talk to him. The white guy told him to get off his property. This is a mess, and it's an ongoing story. So, you know, we'll have to keep our eye on it. But the point is, is that, you know, what is going on as we. That I think your we child that, can
5: do this. That yeah, a nine year old boy we, think he can go knock on the door with a whip.
6: With a whip. With a whip. What's, is what is he being taught?
7: What is well, he yeah, coming from? See, yeah. that's, a, that's a taught behavior.
3: Thank mm-hmm. you. It is. It is.
7: But you got a whip in your hand, and you going over there for whatever this little black girl did. If you show up at my house with this whip in your hand, I'm going to take all the symbolism, symbolism of racism and all that into consideration. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over there and snatch a Natural ass, not in your dad.
6: You knocked on my door with
7: a whip. Well, I'm, a, you know, I'm gonna go over there and talk like the brother did. If you whip my daughter, it's a whole nother piece of activity. Yes. So let's just be grateful that didn't happen. But I think the brother went over there to talk, and the guy had a gun. Yeah. You know, that's bottom line. But and he didn't like,
6: believe that his son didn't right, do it. He, he wouldn't even listen to the Regardless,
7: guy. if a yeah. black man comes up to the house, you got to get your gun. Dog, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everybody got a weapon. Your son got a whip. You got a gun. Well, that's that's yes. that's at the yep. house. Yep. Yes. Where your hands at?
0: Mm-hmm.
7: You know. Mm-hmm. Right. You can come out on the porch. We just gonna talk. I mean, but your first reaction is, let me get my gun to protect yeah. myself. That's right. the problem. But we yes. not. That's a whole nother yes. Second Amendment. That's yeah. not going to change. And so I don't, they not gonna ever get rid of that
8: you know it could have ended could, he, bad could, he badly. could have killed
7: he could have killed somebody in his house
8: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yep he yeah. could have killed someone in his house i mean but he has been arrested the white father right that whose gun went off mm-hmm. that's what i heard his gun heard. W- went off uh-huh yeah but we'll we'll keep our eye on this story it, it it's gone by. Oh, trust me he safe.
5: out now they don't get down staying
8: that long trust me he out yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, We're going to move on. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: In trending art news, the Sugar Shack, you know, the dance hall painting made famous for appearing in the credits of the uh, uh, sitcom Good Times. Remember that? Yep. Recently yeah. sold at an auction for a record breaking, get this amount, $15.2 million, okay? Wow. That's according Sugar to MSN. Shack? .com yeah that's a lot of money over 15 Ernie million was that Ernie mm-hmm. Barnes Ernie Barnes Ernie Barnes it's a 1976 acrylic on canvas piece that's showing jubilant uh, black dancers in a club was also featured in the Evans family apartment during the TV comedy's Fifth and Sixth seasons and was used as and was used as the cover of a uh, Marvin Gaye's hit single I Want You the painter the late Ernie Barnes painted the sugar shack from a childhood Hold memory huh
7: where did they say they got the photo from? The, pic, the art from, the original.
8: It was sold at an auction. Yeah, they d- they didn't say where they got it from. Really? It, but it was at the auction. Yeah. I got they a copy. Sugar I track. ain't got
5: no original.
7: No. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, I know where the original was hanging.
8: Oh, do really, you? really, Steve? Uh-huh.
7: I know whose house it's in, or wow. was in. That's oh, why oh, I, was I asked.
3: It. Or
8: was That's why you it. were asking. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, well maybe he has they-
7: some good
5: pieces though.
8: Ernie oh, Barnes was cool. Yeah, called. Ernie Barnes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, uh, Ernie Barnes painted it from memory. The Sugar Shack, from a childhood memory, uh, sneaking into the Durham Armory, a North Carolina venue that hosted segregated dances back in the day. All right, coming up, thirty-three minutes after the hour, we'll play another round of Would You Rather. Right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, guys, it is time for another round of Would You Rather? Would you rather be criticized or would you rather be ignored? Hell, I'm both of them.
3: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and,
0: and the you most famous A-B? one is
1: on this show. He do both. He get both.
5: He criticized and ignored. Oh,
8: well. that baby. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been ignoring
5: record. me, Steve? How long have you been ignoring me?
8: Probably since birth. <laughs> since birth? Dang, he didn't even yeah. think about that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. Came right <laughs> out. Just Crystal rolled Club. off yeah. his tongue. <laughs> Boy, yeah.
6: uh, and your birthday's tomorrow. Tell me, when's your birthday?
8: Yeah. 18th. Uh-huh. Even ignore you alone.
2: Ignore him. that too. Yeah. He will not yeah. be ignored
8: on his birthday, Steve. He will not. Well,
7: uh, you get happy birthday on the radio, and that's about it. You know, he got kids <laughs> and the family, let them buy some.
8: <laughs> would you rather be able to read minds or would you rather have x-ray vision? <gasps> I'm
1: going with x-ray vision.
5: Oh, I've been wanting that since I was nine, that extra. Them glasses <laughs> they sold in the comic book didn't never work, because we could look through clothes.
7: No, I, wa- I want your mind. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'd rather read yeah. minds. Know what cool. you're thinking. Uh-uh. Yeah.
7: It, 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 you know, hell, back in the day, if I could have read your mind, I'd have knew if I was going to see any clothes anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. All I don't know where that came from. You <laughs> killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, if I can read your mind, I know what I'm going to see you naked anyway. So you work with that. Go from there.
1: Killed two birds with one stone. Let me change my answer then. I
0: want to yeah. read my answer. <laughs> What'd you say? i would have you saved me a lot of movie? money. Yeah. I, ain't
7: I think about was, I would have saved a lot of money trying to have x-ray vision if I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> I
8: ain't got to buy
7: this dinner. Let me carry my ass home. Ain't nothing finna to happen.
8: Yeah. <laughs> Would you would you rather remember everything you see, everything you see. Or would you rather remember everything you hear?
7: The, I do all of that.
8: Yeah. Do you remember uh huh.
7: Oh he got a master. So that's if crazy, you had to man.
8: pick one.
5: I'm going with hearing.
8: I I go with seeing. If I had so to I pick and remember everything, everything
7: I, I saw, everything I heard. Heard is learning, but mm-hmm. seeing is vision. So I mean that's a hard one, man, because it I is remembering what I saw is what the inspiration is but remembering what I heard is what I've learned Mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna either or neither I'm gonna lie to you here I'm gonna go with seeing but I'm gonna remember everything I heard though
8: (laughs) (laughs) coming up in 49 minutes after the hour our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey
3: right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
0: Here
8: we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Tuesday. Yeah. On this Tuesday. My good things. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Steve, you have some words of wisdom, some closing remarks you want to leave us with.
7: You know, I've been very fortunate in my life that uh, God has afforded me a lot of grace and a lot of favor in my life. You know, um, I work hard. I, I do understand that. I put forth a lot of effort because I do adhere to the principle that if you plan on being successful, it's gonna require an all-out massive effort. It's going to take everything you have. I thank God that I have been willing to do mostly everything that was requested of me in order to become successful. I'll just put it that way. I'm pretty sure there's more coming, but so far I've tried to answer the bell and answer the call. But with that being said, my life is still filled with a great amount of mercy and grace that God has done for me uh, almost the unthinkable and the reason I say the unthinkable because oftentimes people say hey man Steve did you see yourself being here and it kills me when people say yeah I always imagine myself here well how? how how did you do that how did you imagine something that you didn't know was possible because what I've also learned is if you can imagine it, it's possible. It is impossible to think an impossible thought. That's impossible. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's impossible. How should I phrase this? Let me see. You can't have a thought that's not doable, or thinkable or attainable some way, some shape or fashion because everything we have in this world, somebody thought of it. I'm not phrasing it exactly the way I want to because as as I do most of my closing remarks, it's off the top of my head. But I do know one thing, that if it had not been for God's grace and mercy, I am not who I am today. I am clear about that. Somebody sent me something the other day that really touched me. He sent this to me. He said, God has a tendency of picking up a nobody to become a somebody in front of everybody without asking anybody. Mm. That, it put tears in my eyes. And I sent it to a few people that I knew would understand it. Once again, he said, God has a tendency of picking up a nobody to become a somebody in front of everybody without asking anybody. And I'm telling you, man, if that ain't me, I I just don't know what was, what is. Because I was just a nobody. That God, through his grace, picked me up and turned me into somebody. And he did it in front of everybody. And he didn't ask anybody. And I'm so sure glad he did. And do you know something, man? We are all, we are all privy to that. But in order to be privy to it, you gotta be willing to follow some instructions. And the instructions you follow can't just be yours. You hear people say all the time, I'll do what I wanna do. I'm gonna live my life where I can do how I wanna do, when I wanna do it, how I wanna do it. That ain't how it work, man. Sorry, sorry. That's not the equation to real success. That's not the equation. Because to whom much is given, much is required. There are going to be requirements along the way. You don't get it free. You just don't get it free, man. I've often said convenience is built through inconvenience. See, if you want to have a convenient life, The only way to have a convenient life, it it is built through a series of inconvenient things. And when I tell you a series, I'm talking about a life full of them. Don't sit up and think you're just going to have one or two, three or four inconvenient moments to have an incredible life of convenience because that's not how it works. You are going to have a series of inconveniences. You are going to be required to lay in it way longer than you want to. You're going to have to wallow in it way longer than you want to. You're going to have to deal with it way longer than you want to deal with it. That's what it is, man. That's the requirement. But in order to have a life of convenience, it is built through inconvenience. And if you want your life to be convenient, you got to deal with the inconveniences that come along with getting convenient, period. Sorry. This ain't no rule Steve Harvey came up with. This is life, man. You hear people say it all the time. If it's successful, easy, everybody would have it. That's the truth. So if you're not willing to be inconvenienced and you don't like being inconvenienced, then you can get off wanting the convenience because it requires the inconvenience to get the convenience. I'm sorry to tell you that. But I'm also happy to tell you that so it could clear up any confusion that you might be having. Oh, why am I going through this? Oh, woe is me. Because it ain't just, oh, woe is you. It's, oh, woe is everybody that wants a life of convenience. You have got to deal with the inconvenience. And in closing, I just want to say this. God has a tendency of picking up a nobody to become a somebody in front of everybody without asking anybody. Let the church say amen. those are my closing remarks hey y'all talk to God he'd love to hear from you that's for real
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now.
0: Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.